Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 47 of the Patriot Review. I am Jeff Wagner. We are going to introduce uh, in the show here regular segments as we go forward and uh, really get into a routine here and keep the segments uh, somewhat limited so you get some variety. Um, Right now, Christmas is upon us, and this first segment is going to be called The Naked Truth, and that's what we're in right now. So Christmas is upon us, but in my lifetime, you know, it's never been been more dangerous on this planet. Uh, I would love to have your support so that I can continue to, to provide these shows. You can do so by one of two methods. You can go to redbloodedpatriots.com and sign up for a membership there. That would be great. You can buy some merch there as well. Uh, you can also go to mypillow.com and do some shopping using the code TPR. That's the Patriot Review TPR. And by doing so, you support this show on Frank Speech and Frank Speech itself. So both of those are great methods and highly appreciated. Uh, So this episode is going to focus on the crossroads that we as Americans find ourselves at. We find ourselves entering a dark winter, and that was Biden's term, if you remember, not mine, but it's definitely true, although not for the same reasons. This dark winter will expose the COVID conspiracy for what it is, a holocaust, a genocide, a way to depopulate the world. The very governments of the Western civilization countries charged with protecting their citizens are instead murdering them. You know, the CDC has said this week that 15,600 Americans will die weekly, over 60,000 a month, and they're saying from COVID. But the truth is, it's the vaccinated that are dying. The vaccinated will be the ones that are dying, not the unvaccinated as they would like you to believe. They would like you to believe that so that they can force even more people into this genocidal maniac plan that they have for all of us. You know, this die-off is supposed to last until late spring, maybe even early summer. This is the die-off that so many have warned about, and again, not of the unvaccinated, but of the vaccinated. Uh, You know, the end goal here is a new world order, and the CDC is lying. They're complicit in this in this uh, genocide. Many people laugh at that, but they they aren't familiar with the CDC's history. Look at the in, uh, introduction of syphilis into the African-American population from the 1940s into the 1970s. Uh, this is not an organization that has clean hands by any means. They are complicit in this genocide, and the end goal is a new world order in which we will all have social scores based on what the fascists allow and deem acceptable. You must understand that both the COVID bioweapon and the vaccine create spike proteins in your body, and these spike proteins attack your immune system and destroy it. In effect, every person who's vaccinated has become, voluntarily become, a walking AIDS patient, a person without a natural immune system. Their immune systems are being compromised and assaulted with every injection, and that is the purpose of the so-called boosters. Have you ever had to have a vaccine uh, booster so many times? We have flu shots, sure, and they address the three flu strains that that the 
the CDC expect to be popular to be present that year. That's why you get a flu shot. But the technology behind this is completely different, as you should know by now. Uh, the mRNA is delivered. Uh, it's a del- delivery system using what? Using the, an HIV envelope, the patent for which, by the way, if you haven't heard, is partially owned by none other than Mr. Anthony Fauci. So he is profiting off of these injections. Is that not a, con- a conflict of interest? Can people not see that the pharmaceutical companies and the elites are getting rich off of this genocide? That is a part of the reason why this why this is going down the road that it is going. Uh, you know, your your uh, your compliance to this is assisting to this new world order plan. We see jackbooted thugs formerly called law enforcement literally removing people from public life and imprisoning them in concentration camps in Australia and other countries. Here at home, we see the FBI knocking on doors of moms in Colorado, handcuffing them and assaulting their children to intimidate them into giving up the fight against the tyranny that exists in our schools today. At the same time, politicians on both sides of the aisle are set to introduce the largest gun control legislation in history so they can clear the way to they can clear the way for the same tyranny to take hold here this must be stopped or we will lose our republic the world is in fact looking to america and americans to stand up to be the beacon of freedom to defend western civilization as it's done in the past are we doing our part right now? Are you doing your part? Are your part? You have to ask yourself. Have you taken a step back and looked at the evidence and seen that what I'm saying is true? Have you armed yourself and trained to defend the lives of your family and your life? As you watch this, you know, as I said, there's there's this effort to eliminate your second amendment right, to clear the path or what is happening in other countries. That doesn't mean I'm calling for violence. I'm calling for preparedness. We have a right to our our inalienable constitutional rights, and we have the right to defend our lives. It doesn't mean that we get violent and go out attack uh, and attack like like the left does, but it means we need to be prepared for the worst. In 2022, all indications are that we will have a shortage of food, a severe shortage of food, of basic necessities. We will have power blackouts. We will see a financial collapse and an increasing level of tyranny. How will you and your family fight back against the lawlessness that's sure to follow? People will look to defend their own. So you will not see people coming to your rescue. The defund the police effort was all in relation to make sure that this tyranny could take place. Why is that the truth? And I'm sure that may sound paranoid to some of you. Well, to you, I would say, study history. This is the path of every revolution. The society must be destroyed before dependence on a tyrannical regime or a a tyrant nut job uh, can be implemented. You know, it's a simple matter. 
Believe your eyes and not the lies. Believe your eyes and not the lies. Since when has it been okay to pass unconstitutional laws? Since when has our Constitution allowed bureaucrats to take authority they don't have? Since when do freedom-loving Americans say, well, all elections have fraud, so let's just move forward. Let's move on. As Mike Lindell says, if 2022 goes through as 2020 elections did, we have lost our republic. Since when have American parents, you know, not stood up and allowed their kids to be victimized by radical leftist teachings that destroy our founding moral code, that pits one race against another, that seeks to inject poison into the arms of their children, with with children who have nearly no chance of severe reactions or death due to this bioweapon called COVID. Since when have Americans allowed the government to destroy their businesses, to destroy their lifestyle, to destroy social interaction, to control people to such a level that we are seeing today? And since when have Americans been okay with having to carry a passport to enter public buildings, restaurants, and shopping centers? We are fast becoming the Nazis of the 21st century. Instead of a Star of David, the unvaccinated will not have a way to show that they are compliant to the tyrants. That is the objective. In my documentary, Freedom Waning, The War Has Already Begun, I focused on Ronald Reagan and his perfect, he perfectly described this exact situation, this exact place in history that we find ourselves. His speech, A Time for Choosing, uh, you know, talks about the, the, the crossroads, the, the fork in the road, where, we at, where we're at today. These tactics that we're seeing have been used many times in every communist revolution in history. Take a look at the track record of tyranny in the last century. You can see on this, on this chart, and this does not include uh, war fatalities and, and other fatalities, but it, it includes the deaths as a result of communist revolution, or I should say tyrannical revolution. In other words, even a democracy which... Um, we'll be uh, exposing in an in a upcoming uh, episode here, uh, is tyrannical in the end. So we have all these countries, we have the deaths associated with it, and the total is 169 million. At the bottom, as you can see, fatalities, deaths due to genocide. I would say that it's much more than that. Just looking at China here, it has 35,000 or 35,236,000, that I think is light. I think it's probably closer to 60 million instead of 35 million. But in any regard, this is what is going to happen in the United States. This is what they are using the bioweapons COVID and the bioweapon so-called vaccines to accomplish. So we will see 15,600 deaths every week in this country, and it will be the vaccinated, as I said. Now, we're going to expose this tyranny as we're experiencing it in America and, as, and much more 
in the upcoming documentary series, High Treason. That's due to come out in late spring of 2022, maybe early summer. We have to stand up as a nation, though, long before then. Uh, Not by party loyalty, but by demanding our inalienable rights, our freedom, our liberty, as defined by the law of our land, the Constitution. There is uh, 18 U.S. Code uh, Part 241 and Part 242, which Karen Kingston and others have brought to the forefront. Uh, the OhioAssembly.org episode, uh, episode 41, Patriots Rising, explains an affidavit process that includes this mention of the U.S. Code 18, 241, 242, among other laws that you can use to fight back against this tyranny. Uh, It's important to understand these things. Please do read up on them. I know that the affidavit examples are posted at the OhioAssembly.org lawsuit. You can look up U.S. Code 18241 and 242 on the Internet uh, and learn about that. My final statement is get involved, pray often, pray hard, pray that Americans find the fortitude to act and refuse the tyranny. And that's the naked truth. Season's greetings, my fellow patriots. Why not give the gift of reading this Christmas, either to yourself or somebody you love? Patriot Review contributor, retired Captain Robert Firth, has opened his Santa bag full of books. You can choose four ebooks for the price of one. That's four ebooks for $9.50. Use the code SANTA at checkout. Go to redbloodedpatriots.com and check them out today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at mypillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800 519 9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. And I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hi everybody, welcome back. Now, I know my opening there, you know, it's it's gloom and doom, but it's reality. 
and I think it's important uh, at Christmas time to take some time to reflect on what Christmas is, how it feels. Many of us, um, especially Christians, I would say, you know, we have a feeling uh, that's palpable during Christmas of goodwill, of of freedom, of pride, of looking at our family and realizing that, hey, we really have things very good, uh, you know, and the reason for this show and for calling attention to what's really happening is that exact feeling is in danger of never existing again. And that is the honest truth. Now, one way that we uh, as Americans can fight back is by telling the truth about what America really is. And I have two two guests tonight. Uh, both are contributors to the Patriot Review. Ronald Boyd, who is our historian and and guest, uh, is going to be talking about uh, history in a new segment called Real America. And the whole purpose of this segment is to uh, to to really expose what really is America historically, and not this rewrite of history that our children have been spoon-fed for many years now in our uh, educational systems. So that is one segment. And I also have as a special guest tonight, uh, Captain Robert Firth, retired captain, I should say. Uh, He is an author. He is a contributor to this site. He writes blogs for this site. And he has a special deal for you for Christmas. And we're going to talk about two of his books. Uh, So right now, we'll get to the first of those videos. Sit back and enjoy. Hello, fellow patriots. I'm here to address an important topic in American history, whether or not Christianity was an important aspect of our of the founding of our country. I'm here to tell you that, in fact, it was an important aspect of the founding of our country. We can actually find documents in this particular volume right here that actually addresses the importance of Christianity in the founding of our country. Uh, in fact, the first document in this book, the Mayflower Compact, actually addresses this very issue, how important it was. In fact, uh, if we actually look at it, let's see here, the Mayflower Compact of 1620. It actually addresses the King of England, King James, uh, and it actually says, by the grace of God, of Great Britain, France, Ireland, King, defender of the faith, having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of Christian faith and honor of our king and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia. Do by these presents, solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another, covenant and combine ourselves together into a civil body politic. The mission of the Mayflower was to advance Christianity in the New World. Clear as day. 
and we can actually go on further, another 19 years, and we find the fundamental orders of Connecticut. Connecticut actually divided from the Massachusetts Bay uh, colony. And here it actually mentions uh, the position of governor of the colony, which was a royal governor, usually appointed by the king. However, in their fundamental orders, they actually said the governor shall have the power to administer justice according to the laws here established and for want thereof, according to the rule of the word of God. So which law were they actually addressing? God's law. And where do we find God's law? Is the Ten Commandments. That was the law that they were referring to, God's law. And also, we can continue on. We can actually go to 1772. The right, the rights of the colonists by Samuel Adams, written in 1772. And in this uh, document, he actually talks about natural law. And usually natural law is referring to uh, rights that were given to us by God. And, of course, he, he mentions uh, in the state of nature, every man is under God, judge and sole judge of his own rights and the in, of the injuries done him. By entering into society, he agrees to an arbiter or indifferent judge between him and his neighbors. But, no, but he no more renounces his original right than by taking a cause out of the ordinary course of law and leaving the decision to referees and indifferent arbitrary. Uh, so, again, he actually mentions our rights, which are actually founded in the Bill of Rights of the U.S. Constitution, were granted to us by God. And we actually have the right to maintain those rights. We haven't given those up. If we actually uh, agree to form some form of government and be ruled by that government, our rights are still ours because they were granted by God and no man can actually deny us those rights. They cannot take those rights away from us. Only God can do that. And of course, we all know that God wants us to be free. He also further goes on with the rights of the colonists as Christians uh, and, of course, this is actually discussing uh, some aspects of the church. Uh, we need to re remember that, you know, back back during the colonial period, before we actually rebelled against the United Kingdom or Great Britain, uh, we were ruled by royal uh, governors, but we also had uh, churches established in those colonies, and we actually had official religions back then. So you either practiced what was uh, considered the main church, which was uh, some form of Protestant church, usually Anglican, in the, uh, more than likely. And if you weren't a member of the Anglican church, or if you didn't follow a particular, uh, if you didn't follow that particular church, you were considered a dissenting religion. So let's say if you were Catholic, you were a dissenting religion. If you were Episcopalian, 
you were a dissenting religion and therefore really didn't have any rights as far as practicing your religion. That kind of changed afterwards, uh, after the rebellion or even before the rebellion. Uh, for example, uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia was one of the first of the colonies to actually grant a Bill of Rights, if you want to call it that. And they actually uh, did offer up freedom of religion among those uh, rights. In fact, I believe it's called the Virginia Declaration of Rights. Uh, I believe, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, George Mason was one of the uh, principal authors of that uh, particular Declaration of Rights. Uh, he was encouraged by Thomas Jefferson. He was probably one of the people that also helped in writing it, but George Mason is the, the chief uh, author of that of those rights in the state of or in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And of course, we can't forget the Declaration of Independence. Uh, here, the state Thomas Jefferson states. Uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain and unenable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And of course, you know, people will argue, well, you know, back then people weren't uh, considered equal. You know, you, you had slaves, you had this, that, that, and the other thing. Well, yes, true, there was slavery back then. But that wasn't the point. We all know that people aren't born equal. Some of us are smarter than others. Some of us are stronger than others. Some of us run faster than us. Some of us lift more than us. Uh, yes, we're not born equal. This is basically born equal in the eyes of the Lord himself and also in the eyes of the law. We're all equal before the law regardless of what gender or what uh, ethnicity that we are. That's the whole point of, the, of that document, was stating that we are born equal in the eyes of God and he has granted us unenable rights. And what does that mean? That means those rights cannot be taken away from us. So to say that Christianity was not important to the founding of, of the country, the documents say otherwise. And that's Ronald Boyd, our contributor, our history contributor. Thank you, Ronald, for that video. There you have eight minutes and 40 seconds of video that shreds the argument of the 620 Project that uh, tries to claim that America was founded on slavery. Just to add to that topic a little bit, now slavery was occurring worldwide at that time. As a matter of fact, uh, before the Crusades, uh, Islam had enslaved one million people, uh, whites and black alike, depending, depending on what their conquest, uh, their jihad resulted in. Um, there were white slaves in Africa, as a matter of fact, before, during, and even after the Emancipation Proclamation. Yet it's only America that when you bring the term slavery up, somehow people think that slavery only occurred, was occurring in America and that it occurred nowhere else, and seemingly that it only was involving whites enslaving blacks, when history, quite frankly, says the exact opposite, 
that slavery was worldwide, that all races were enslaved depending on where you went, that whites were still enslaved after the Emancipation Proclamation. So the whole argument of America being founded on slavery is a lie, and that's a good place to start. And that has to that message has to be uh, truthfully put back into our schools, so we can uh, change the course of the world, actually, not just America. But we have to be honest about that. And lastly, on slavery, it was three white civilizations, Western civilization, that first uh, eliminated and made slavery illegal. Uh, that being France, England, and the United States. So that's the truth, and that is Real America. Back after this. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products, I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all patriots, including Mike Lindell, and our mission to restore America by going to MyPillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800-519-9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you, and God bless. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. Welcome back to the show, Captain Robert Firth. Uh, Robert is offering a great Christmas deal. You've probably seen in the commercials of the show right now. You can get four of his books for the price of one, his e-books. Robert, welcome back to the show. And I'd, I'd like to talk about a couple books in particular, uh, if you're game for that. Sure, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, any, you know, let me know what you want to know. and We'll get into it. Well, I think... I think, number one, I'd like to talk about pandemic, uh, given what's going on today, and to get your your thoughts, your story behind why you wrote the book and why you would recommend people to read it. Uh, I've looked at the book, looked at several of your books so far, and um, I obviously share the same viewpoint that you, you have. Uh, so I think, quite honestly, your your writing style and your books are are directed towards those of us who are in the know a little bit, but also they're written in a way where you have a lot of uh, evidence and you have a lot of support for what you're saying. So I think even folks who aren't necessarily up on today's news and what we're going through still will get a lot from them. So why don't we talk about uh, 
pandemic first. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, I, I wrote that when all this started. It, it took me about six months to write. And um, so immediately this, this Chinese virus hit this country and it became a newsworthy item. Uh, the whole picture came to my head that, uh, that this was uh, a bioweapon, that the Chinese did it as an act of war against the United States, and that uh, it was part of a far larger plan. And uh, so the book um, is a fictional adventure story. I invented uh, characters uh, to carry to carry the uh, narrative. And um, so the, the, the book opens up on, on a group of people who understood that uh, this virus was uh, not as lethal as it was being portrayed in the, in, in the media, and that the vaccine was part of the plot yeah. to, to kill everybody that took the vaccine. So the story opens up with this main character, uh, the protagonist, I guess, the hero, uh, however, um, getting ready to leave the United States. Um, and um, he's uh, figured out that the best way to get off would be to get a fairly large boat, uh, a, a three or 200, 300 foot uh, uh, cargo vessel and outfit it. Um, and uh, take off, and so, he works so, so, for so the there, government. So, so there you go. Let's end it right there because you want you don't obviously don't want to tell your whole story, right? So people, oh no, no, you, no, you got this no. whole first chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so you That's got, it. In, in 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 various chapters in the book, we talk about the situation uh, in Europe in in the story line, and. Um, that the we we set up a, a, a an idea that the Chinese Communist Party is interested in in world domination, not just the United States, but they see the United States as the main enemy because they've got to destroy the United States in order to as a stepping stone to world domination. So they they did this uh, spread this disease. And then worked with traitorous individuals in our country and other countries, like the German guy Klaus Schwab uh, with Davos, uh -huh. and the United Nations in particular, uh, with the World Health Organization, with Mr. Tedros, who is not a physician, by the way, just an Ethiopian politician. And uh, these they they got together this sort of like a, a cobble of evil. Uh, to 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 dominate the world, and that's that's sort of the thesis of the book. Yes, uh, focusing on the United States, but of course expanded throughout the world. So I, I, how it all came into my picture, my mind as a, as a complete picture, it's hard to say. It's one of those eureka phenomenons where you kind of wake up in the middle of the well, night, and say, "Hey, I twigged to the whole thing. I think I understand." The fascism is, is shocking. What's more shocking is that people are just standing, standing around and letting it happen. But 
So that's yeah. well, in the book. You'll be glad to know that we didn't stand around too well, long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, something's got to something's got to give here in real life as well. So in um, the book, it did and and uh, unfortunately, and, and, and the reality has there's still a lot of people in the United States that don't get it. They don't. Truth. They don't want to get it. They don't. They don't want to get it. They don't want to. They don't. They don't want to. Uh, they don't want to have to realize that they're going to have to struggle. They're not used to struggling. Oh, they believe they 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 believe that the government is credible. The people who would watch CNN are the same people who would believe that the, whatever the government says must CNN, be gospel. It's a good that'd be yeah. that's a good uh, question. It's a good good topic for debate. But you know, it's like mm-hmm. uh, CNN's viewership went down like seventy percent. I think I heard. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I think people, station, right? Yeah, well, I think people are just, you know, it's not necessarily just apathy or just uh, people believe. I mean, there are some people that believe the government and the media and what they're hearing. But I think the majority far outweighs them. I think the majority of people realize that our freedoms are being attacked. And I think they they realize that you can't trust the government as far as you can throw them. But well, at least uh, there's a... Uh, in reality, and and in the book itself, there's at least a hundred million that uh, did not take and will never take at this point that vaccine. Yes, and uh, there's at least a hundred million that are willing to to fight back once they're properly organized and properly led. That's the key, in, in isn't the book, it? A leader emerges. Uh, we haven't seen that in this in reality yet. So let's talk yeah. about another book. Let's talk about Plague Year a little bit. Why don't you uh, explain explain uh, explain that book just a little bit? During the whole period of time, I was writing uh, articles, and some I sent to you. Uh, you put them on some sites, other places have them. So about every week or so on the weekend, typically Friday through Sunday, I'll crank out uh, an article. And um, because what this has been such a critical situation in our country, I took those articles from a folder where I have saved them and uh, ran them together as chapters in a book. And uh, so like a person would keep a journal, you know? Yeah. And so Daniel Defoe wrote a book many years ago called Journal of the Plague Year. And there's no law that I know of that says two books can't have the same title. So, so I, I, I borrowed his, his title, and, and that's, how, that's how Journal of the Plague Year came into being, at least right. for, for me. So these are just two yeah. books of how many? How many have you written total? 30, I think. 30. So people can go to uh, redbloodedpatriots.com and go to the shop and go to books. They can find them there. Yeah. They can yeah. find, they can, they can get the deal there for the eBooks for again, four for the price of one. Um, you, you have many books. There are many different topics. It's not just about COVID or, or plague or anything like that. I mean, that those are, those are two of the more recent that are uh, sure. really deal there's, with what we're seeing. There's, but There's four or five books on, uh, warfare, which is unfortunately something I know something about. Uh, there's uh, books on history, three or four books on history. 
there's books on philosophy, religion, uh, you know, so a, a variety. There's even one about my dog. <laughs> Again, go to redbloodedpatriots.com in the shop, and you also have your own site at robert-j-firth.com. That's right. That, That's right? right. Okay, so you can go either way. You have to go to, I believe you have to go to, to the Patriot Review website at redbloodedpatriots.com. There's a, a coupon code. You can use the code SANTA, and you'll get four books for the price of one, and that price is nine fifty. So that's an awesome deal. For it is. I mean, that's a that's a six months worth of reading. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Well, well that's awesome. Read. <laughs> well, that's thanks. Thanks for for uh, being a contributor on the Patriot Review. Thanks for uh, agreeing to go ahead with that special. And thanks for being on today. And I'm sure we'll have many conversations in the future. But Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Jeff, thank you so much. And a, a very Merry Christmas to you. And, and let's hope for uh, that, God willing, we have a far better New Year's. Amen. Amen. Always enjoy talking with Robert. Uh, he has a lot, lot to say. He has a lot of wisdom. He's got a lot of... Uh, uh, information and um, you'll be seeing him more going forward now the last video that I have for you today the last interview is with mr. Jim Stroud now, Jim uh, is a is a contributor periodically he's been on a show he was also in the documentary that I had mentioned freedom waning the war has already begun Jim is a guy who has an awesome blog he's very intelligent he has uh, you know, uh, is dipping his toe into the vlog atmosphere now, but I highly recommend that you also check out Jim and check out his blog and in the future, his blog as he moves forward with that. So I had asked Jim four questions that I think every American should ponder over this Christmas, over this holiday season. Number one, what did 2021 teach you? Uh, what did you learn as a result of going through 2021 as an American? What do you feel the biggest threat to America is in 2022? Uh, that is question number two. Question number three, what gives you hope? What gives you hope? Question four, um, what would your message be to your fellow Americans? Uh, what is of such importance that you think it has to be stated and all Americans have to uh, answer or understand. So those four questions were posed to Jim. He was kind enough to send back a, a video addressing that, and I'm going to show that right now. Twenty twenty one has taught me that People have been conditioned by the mainstream media to accept double standards as normal as long as they benefit the left. For example, um, when Trump banned African countries from coming into the United States because of health concerns, that was racist. But when Biden does it because of the Omicron variant, it's okay. The left constantly promotes 
uh, the dangers of COVID-19. And because of the dangers of COVID-19, all of these draconian measures um, must be enacted. But at the same time, 2 million illegal immigrants can come into the country and there is no concern about public safety. And one more example, uh, six months, six months, six months of rioting, looting, and chaos from BLM and Antifa during the summer of 2020, where over 25 Americans were killed, that somehow pales in comparison to one riot at the U.S. Capitol when, where, where one person was killed. To me, when you look at it objectively and logically, one clearly is worse than the other. The only difference, the politics. It's a political double standard. But the way it's played out in the news, it's okay. 2021 taught me that. There has been a lot of talk about a big red wave uh, where Republicans will, will uh, retake the House, potentially take the presidency in 2024, and Republicans will uh, be in charge, uh, largely in charge throughout the government. Um, it's my concern that should that happen, Americans will become complacent and rest in the belief that all is well because Democrats are gone and now Republicans are in power, everything will return back to pre-COVID normalcy. I think thinking that way is the biggest threat to America. The moment that American, the moment that American people relax their, their vigilance, don't hold politicians accountable to them instead of the reverse, I think when that happens, things go from very bad to, to worse. <laughs> I think when the Republicans get into office, we have to be more watchful than ever before. We can't go to sleep. We can't, hold, we can't stop holding politicians accountable. I can't imagine what could be worse than now, but it could always get worse. The biggest danger is going back to sleep. Hmm, what gives me hope? Well, since January, CNN has lost 76% of his audience. They can't get a million viewers. Um, MSNBC since January has lost 60% of his audience in that same time period. It suggests to me that people are waking up to the mainstream media, to the propaganda, rather, being shared in the mainstream media. And they're seeking truth elsewhere, other outlets. I find that encouraging. I find that very encouraging because if people are not listening to propaganda, that makes it harder for them to be controlled. And if the American people um, can't be controlled, maybe we'll get our country back.
Finally, this is my personal message for everyone. Pray for America. Pray now. Pray often. Don't stop praying. Season's greetings, my fellow patriots. Why not give the gift of reading this Christmas, either to yourself or somebody you love? Patriot Review contributor, retired Captain Robert Firth, has opened his Santa bag full of books. You can choose four ebooks for the price of one. That's four ebooks for $9.50. Use the code SANTA at checkout. Go to redbloodedpatriots.com and check them out today. just wish each and every one of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, next week, I will be having uh, a very special guest, Miss uh, Nina May, who has some footage of January 6th uh, that does not at all show the same story that we were fed by the media. That is very interesting. Uh, she has some, some great examples to talk about. She also uh, is a writer, uh, an author, a filmmaker. So she'll be on, and then in the future, I have more great guests coming, including Alveda King. Uh, so please stay tuned in to the Patriot Review. Head on over to redbloodedpatriots.com. You can see our latest episode there. You can uh, join the group there. You can uh, communicate with the community that is small but growing. Please tell people about the show, and please support us by uh, going to the website and joining up as a member or and or by going to mypillow.com and using the code TPR. Uh, until next time, stay safe, enjoy Christmas, ponder those questions, think about what you can do to help save our country. God bless you all, and we'll see you next week.